Well, this series is, is it's to help Christians understand what the Buddhist or Sikh or Hindu or Jehovah's Witness neighbours believe. And there's a double side to it too because it also helps us understand what we believe. Every cult has a process of human effort that's required either to get salvation or to maintain salvation. The bad news is we're lost and we cannot do anything to save ourselves and that's the difference between Christianity and a cult. So what is the great news? The great news is that we can find in Christ eternal life immediately. What you're trying to achieve in a lifetime, like every other cult or religion, never know if you've ever done enough. Christ has all done it for you. Welcome to Great News with Lou Meyer from LifeQuest Resources. And Lou, we've been through uh, world religions. We now come a little bit closer to home when we're talking about great news for people that believe things that are not quite the truth. Yep. And uh, we want to look this time at the Mormons. Yeah. Great news for Mormons. So Mormonism would come under the category of what we call a pseudo-Christian cult. So it's a sect and a, a, a set of beliefs which claims to be Christian, but it's not. And uh, there are variations in how Christian cults can be. Some cults are... You know, they've got two out of three cultic things but not the other one. And so and there are often real Christians in those because not everybody believes everything about the group that they're going to teach us. So when we come to Mormonism, we need to understand that it comes from the 1800s out of America. America, very religious country. Yep. And it also comes um, at a situation where a lot of people in the 1800s, and we'll find this, that... The Jehovah's Witnesses came out of the 1800s in America, so did the Seventh-day Adventists, and so did Joseph Smith and the Mormons. And um, strong religious belief, but not always very accurate. And also a significant amount of belief that there is no judgment after death for the unrighteous. This is the Mormons? The uh, yeah. Latter-day Saints, yeah. The Mormons have their own concept of of, of hell and... Uh, and so if you're talking to Mormons, probably no use to really talk about hell. They believe in outer darkness. So a Mormon believes, if he's a good Mormon, believes in the in godhood where they have become exalted to become a god. And um, let's go back to the fundamentals yeah, and then we'll, and yeah. we'll get to the, yeah. where, where these ideas come from. Basically a lot of cults are a mixture of Christianity and, and other beliefs from society. So in, in the Mormon belief, you've got uh, some Christianity. In fact, Joseph Smith put part of Isaiah into the Book of Mormon. Maybe he wanted it to be a bit, bit of a bigger book yep. or something. So you've got some aspects of Christianity. You've got some aspects of Blue Lodge Freemasonry. Now, Freemasonry's got different levels and Blue Lodge was the lower level, and, and, and Joseph Smith was a mason. Probably not very popular in Masonic Lodge because he brought a lot of disgrace onto a lot of uh, Lodge people probably in those days because of his many wives. And uh, so, and then you've also got straight out occult activity. Joseph Smith was a treasure seeker. They used peep stones, kind of divination type activities. Yep to try to discover Spanish treasure and um, and get rich, of course. So you've got these, these are the three aspects of belief that come together in, in Mormonism, in 
the Church of Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints, which is the biggest yeah. sect of Mormonism. How, um, that's an interesting thing we'll come back to. How how valid can we say? I mean, the, there's the whole Moroni, the angel Moroni that showed him the gold tablets with everything. How valid is that? Is that like... Can we say that was all made up or do we say that that was, say, a, a demon, a fallen angel that came to Joseph Smith? My, well, Joseph was known to be, he was a, he was a character. Um, there's a book called uh, Rough Stone Rolling or something like that which talks about the realities of Joseph Smith. Um, but um, he was a bit of a character, okay, and um, let's just say that. And, and um, But he was also known to be a storyteller. Right. Now, there was a writing called The History of the Jews or something like that, the Hebrews. It's quite similar to the Book of Mormon that came out before it. So it's almost like his book is like the next it's version a bit of, of that. Of this and yep. and uh, basically the, the bottom line of Mormonism, its theology is that God is an, the God they call the Heavenly Father is an exalted man living on the living on a planet of his own called near the star-based Kolob with many wives, and he produces spirit babies, and uh, spirit babies there, then they become born as human babies. Satan or Lucifer was a spirit a son mm-hmm. to the heavenly father and the heavenly mother, and, um, and Jesus was as well. And so uh, Jesus got chosen to come and save the world, and Lucifer didn't, so he got in a bit of a snot and became... Well, so these the are, this is Jesus and Lucifer as brothers. Yeah, yeah, yep. And so, in Mormonism, Heavenly Father is God, but Jesus is a God. Uh, Lucifer, I suppose, is a God, and there are millions of other gods. <clears throat> and of course, the goal of a Mormon is to come, become a god, living on your own own planet. And if your wife's behaved herself, you'll call her from the grave, and she might be a goddess with you and you'll be producing spirit babies on right. your own planet that you'll rule over. And you've got to ask the question, how can an intelligent person believe this stuff? Yeah. You know? But that's that's the basic story. Now, apparently he was, in their history, the, the idea is that, um, that just before the temple was destroyed, which we know to be 586 BC, you know, when, in Jerusalem, there was a prophet called Lehi, and he had a family and he went to the coast and he built a ship of iron and steel and he migrated across to America. And there were three migrations, I understand, and Lehi produced a family and one of his sons was Nephi, white, they were white. Yep. And then Lemon was white as well. And so they he produced the Nephites and the Lamanites, so great populations of these guys living in America. And then the Lamanites rebelled against God, so they got cursed with the dark skin, which and they are the ancestors of the modern South and North this is, American this, this Indians. This is the story that's told in the Book of Mormon, yeah. yeah. Now, the DNA refutes that because the, the North and South American Indians, they came over the top uh, and down from Asia. They yeah. didn't come across from you. Uh, this is the other thing is that, is that Moroni, the, the angel that yeah. apparently said these things to Joseph Smith, yeah. is the son of... He's the grandson of Lehi, isn't he? The son of Nephi, was it? Yeah, it may well be. I, I, they, I've not made that yeah. connection, but that's interesting. So, but or anyway, claimed to be anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, uh, the the Lamanites fought against the Nephites. Uh, Jesus came and visited America after his resurrection, and they had peace for a couple of hundred years, and then they started scrapping again, 
And basically the darker-skinned peoples wiped out this white race of pure right. and delightsome people. And the last, one of the last, the last guys was the prophet Mormon. And the fullness of the everlasting gospel was written on these gold plates. And so Moroni turns up and says, actually, here's a, here's a, in the forest he meets the heavenly father in his body and Jesus in his body. Right. And anyway, he's told to go and find these plates and to renew the church because apparently the church yep. become apostate. And, and so he starts the Mormon church and uh, there's a lot of politics going on. And he, um, Joseph Smith actually adds a little section to the last chapter of Genesis and puts himself into the last chapter of Genesis. And, and so that's the Smith's inspired version of the Bible. Right. So they, uh, they move around and then they settle in Salt Lake City, Utah, and so uh, after Joseph Smith, again, it's similar to Islam. In fact, there's quite a few similarities. Yeah, yeah. Um, Joseph Smith's family line, they become the, 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 uh, a sect of Mormonism. But the, sec the main sect of Mormonism was, was when Joseph Smith died. He was killed in a gunfight. Um, that, um, as we understand it, is Brigham Young. He was the next prophet. And so they have a living prophet, you know. So he was the leader of the church and since then I've forgotten who the new living pro the prophet is at the because moment. Because there's always got to be a prophet. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So Lehi was a prophet. Actually, if you look in the Bible, Jeremiah was the prophet, actually. Yeah, yeah. But they said it was Lehi. And um, and so the idea is that they are told that if they, that if they are baptised in the Mormon church, married in the temple, give a tenth of their income to the church, and do good works and don't do bad stuff, then they can become a god after this life, living right. on their own planet. So the goal, there was a movie put out years ago called The God Makers, and, and so this is what Mormonism is. So it's entirely different to Christianity. Yeah, how can, I mean, we, we, we call Mormonism a Christian cult in some ways, but... From what you've just explained, there's nothing biblical in there at all. Very little. Apart, apart from the, the first bit of Genesis that didn't get added on to. It's polytheistic, really, because there are millions of gods and people aiming at becoming a god. Jesus of the Mormon faith is a spirit brother to Lucifer and a god, a god in his own right. Jesus came and died on the cross and in his death he earns us all a resurrection but he doesn't provide atonement for our sins. We have to earn that by on our okay. trip to Godhood, and uh, and so yes, yeah. We so we get we get raised from the dead, but we don't get our sins forgiven because it's a works based religion. Yep. You know, cults cannot afford to tell you what, gen, what what Ephesians tells us that we are saved by grace through faith. This is one of the problems with if, if we can say it with Christianity, is that because we're saved by faith, we don't have we don't have to be good. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> and Paul faces that and yeah. says, should we sin so that grace will abound? God yeah, forbid. God forbid, yeah. Once we receive Christ, we have the Holy Spirit and we have the availability of the grace of God. And Paul says, or Peter, sorry, we, we have everything we need for life and godliness. And the Spirit and God is at work to make us more holy. But we have to cooperate with that. We don't always draw from the grace of God no. that's available. No. And so there's no excuse for any any Christian to continue in failure and defeat. Yeah. But we do because we don't 
lay hold of that faith. But but my my point is that a cult cannot allow you to believe you're secure in your salvation because they they lose their control. The, yes, yeah. They want to yeah. be able to say, unless you do what I say, what we say, then you'll go to hell. In Mormonism, there is the and I get these in the wrong order, but there is there is the celestial uh, kingdom. Yep. And I think that's about godhood. But for those who don't make it, good Mormons, but they never got to godhood. There is the it's either the telestial or the terrestrial. And for those who aren't actually Mormons but they're worthy people, then there's the next layer down. But for those who leave the church or who murder or do serious crime, there's outer darkness. Right. So there's one of those Not four hell, experiences. but outer darkness. Yeah, yeah, whatever that means. And for, for and so there's one of four options in the afterlife from a Mormon So this is, I mean, this is the standard cult tactic of fear. Unless you do yep. what we say, yep. This bad stuff will happen to you. Yep. And so there's no perfect love because perfect love drives out fear, you know. Yeah. Fear has to do with judgment. And so the, the, the biblical concept of justification by grace through faith, where we're declared righteous given the status of being righteous as a gift, that's foreign to all cults. They so, can't so afford it. So how do we present that? To somebody within the Church of Jesus Christ of the Latter Day Saints, I think with a with a with a Mormon, like with all cults, one of well, the first thing you got to do is, well, you got to know your stuff, but you've got to show so love. We've got to know our stuff, yeah, not their stuff. Our stuff, yeah. And it's helpful to understand a little bit of their stuff and realize that. Uh, so just to go back, these these common things with all religions, mm-hmm. cults, show the love, affirm what's good, talk about the differences. But remember that when a woman when a woman comes to your home, they will use words with a different meaning. They will talk about our heavenly Father, and they'll say to me, "We want to bless this house. We want to pray to our heavenly Father for your home." I says, "Thank you, but I'm I'm the head of this home, and I I'll pray to God. Yeah. Thank you, because your heavenly Father is a fellow living on pla- on 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 the planet Kolob, and he came and basically." had physical intercourse with Mary to produce Jesus. So why would I want to pray to a guy like that, you yeah. know? I'll pray to... Yeah, I'll I, I don't want him having anything to do with my house. <laughs> the other thing is remember that these cults, the people are deceived. The leaders are the deceivers, but the people are deceived. So they're not, they're not the enemy. Satan is the enemy. Yeah. And the leaders are the enemy, like the Jehovah's Witnesses. And so we, sh- we show the love and realise they're not the enemy but then, then, but remember, a, a Mormon will say, "Oh, I've been born again." So, oh, you must be a Christian, wonderful right. brother. But they but it means something is, entirely is different to them. Different. Yep. And uh, yeah, we believe Jesus is the Son of God. Yeah, but it means something well, different. Well, I asked. I mean, we, we'll, we'll talk about this next time uh, um, because the Jehovah's Witnesses are quite strong in in Caddy Caddy, where I live. Mm-hmm. And um, I talked to Ernie, one of the elders there, and I said, "I said, why did Jesus die on the cross?" And he says, Jesus is the son of God who died on the cross to uh, redeem us from our sins. I go, hang on, that's what I believe. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so sometimes it's it's very, very close. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, they are trained in biblical gymnastics. And and so they will use terms that mean something different to you. And, you know, like salvation for them is a process and uh, as it is for all cults and religions, whereas for us it's an event and a gift, you know. So different, you've got to watch different meanings. And you, if you've got a Mormon coming to your home, uh, uh, you determine the, the terms of the meeting. Say, look, 
please present to me what you've got in f- for five or ten minutes. I won't interrupt. And please then give me an opportunity to share what I found to be true and give your testimony. And their testimony is an experience they had when they asked God to show them if it was true. Now, I asked God the same thing when I read the looked at the Book of Mormon, and I didn't get any burning in the bosom. In yeah. fact, I got a conviction that what the Bible says is actually true. So, and there are verses in, in the Bible that are very important. And in, in, in this little book, uh, in our series, Great News for Mormons, it explains that. And so it's suitable to hand to a Mormon. Yeah. These may not win a really entrenched Mormon or Jehovah's Witness, but if somebody's studying with them and thinking about it, or if they're a disillusioned one, these books come into their yeah. own. Yeah. Um, one of the guys I actually went through Bible college with, um, so went through Bible college, came out, I'm not sure where he was with his faith, but he was on his own. He was in a pensioner's flat and everything and the Mormons came knocking on the door yep. and eventually he's heading on to the Mormon church. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, Ian, what's you know what happened there? You know, it's and he was deceived by their knowledge yeah. of. And they won't tell you all the stuff they believe at the first time. No. Of course not. In fact, I'm convinced that a lot of Mormons who are not studious, because I've got Mormon Tongan neighbours and nice people, you know, and we get on well, yeah. um, I'm, I'm pretty convinced they actually don't understand Mormon theology. Mormonism is incredibly racist. Uh, they changed their tune during the civil rights time. That's right. You know, it wasn't until 1978 that a black person was allowed to hold the priesthood in the Mormon church. And um, and so um, why would you believe that if you're a dark-skinned person, you know? Yeah. And the evidence has refu- re- gone against them. And so, but still, people, I think they offer strong controlling. People looking for, are insecure, looking for a father figure. Um, they offer basketball for young people, and that pulls a lot of young people yeah. in. American missionaries, you know. Good-looking guys. And, and again, this is a, another another factor of it is that uh, with the cults and, and pseudo-cults, uh, it's that family relational, very, very much so. So same as why, I mean, the police will tell you, same as why so many young people join the gangs. It's the, it's the family feeling. And for the Mormons, it's Monday night's family night, okay, and we hear next door the singing and all that stuff. Yep. They're having a wonderful time with family. And that's a, a strong part of their activities and it's communal, so it's very difficult for leave them, for them to leave it. And even a Muslim, if a Muslim leaves their 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 faith, they leave their community to some degree, yeah. and maybe get kicked out of their family. And the Christian Church needs to consider if somebody from this background becomes a Christian, then the then the then the Christian community needs to become their community. And you don't do that in an hour and a half on a Sunday morning and maybe an hour on Wednesday night. So our churches need to be more like Marais, where we're dropping in and out and we're relaxing and chatting and it's it's like a spiritual home for us. Family, father. Yeah, Yeah. father. And not just the European concept where we turn up from our normal life Sit there and listen for an hour and a half, and then and then we shoot home again. Yeah, there's much more. So that's uh, great news for Mormons. That's uh, one of the booklets that Lou has produced through LifeQuest Resources. Uh, next time we will look at great news for Jehovah's Witnesses.